Welcome to Abide in Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes, a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Amid, Idaho. Join us as Pastor Mike leads us verse by verse through the Bible and shares with us the impacting truth of God's Word. Be sure to stay tuned until the close of our program to hear about some exciting news and special offers. We'll also tell you how you can obtain a full-length copy of this entire message. And don't forget, you can always catch up on Mike's teaching on our website at ccmit.org. We're currently going through the book of Luke in a series titled, The Uncommon Gospel. So grab your Bible, turn up the volume, and follow along with us. Here's Pastor Mike. Good morning. Welcome to Calvary Chapel. Turn your Bibles to Luke chapter 11 this morning. Truth bomb. During the Bar Kopfa revolt, every Jew would be driven out of Judea and would remain out of Judea for almost 2,000 years, which is amazing. You know, this fulfillment that, that would be so, so accurate of what Jesus would warn them of. And, and, but this is really interesting what Jesus is doing here because you have to understand, often when God would send these prophets to go and prophesy against these people and these nations, he would go in and prophet, prophesy against them because they were worshiping Baal or because they were worshiping Ashtoreth and they were doing abominable things before the Lord or they were, they were sacrificing their kids to Moloch or something like that. And, and he would send the prophet in and say, you know, Yahweh's going to come and destroy you for your evil deeds or drive you out of this land. But that wasn't the case in Jesus' day. These people, for the last 400 years since the Babylonian captivity, had been Jew through and through. They, they did not worship idols. You don't find idols in the households of the excavations of people during this, this period of time. But notice that everything that Jesus is saying about these guys is that they were putting on a show and putting up a front. They had become, rather than lovers of God over the time of the 400 years coming back into the land from the captivity of Babylon, they had become political and their Messiah was a political Messiah. It was the Messiah who was going to deliver them from the, 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 the things of Rome, you know, the, the oppression of Rome. And, and they were not really looking for a, a Messiah to come in and to reform them and to, to show them the truth. They were looking for a Messiah to fulfill all their wishes, which I think sometimes we can be guilty of those things as well. At the end of the day, they didn't want Jesus to mess it up for them their perfect life, everything that was going on. And because of that, they would create, even though they didn't worship all the balls and the ashras, and even though they didn't kill any of the, well, they did kill John the Baptist, but, but they would kill Jesus. They would kill the one that all the prophets spoke of and would, would point to. And, and they would be guilty of building the tombs of the prophets and that, that their fathers had killed and for crucifying the one to whom all those prophets spoke. And so Jesus is right. As he spoke these things to them, you know, they were guilty of all of that. And, and so the sixth woe, verse 52, Woe to you lawyers, for you have taken away the key of knowledge, and you do not enter in yourself. And those who were entering you in, you hindered. And, and so basically what he's saying is you guys, as the religious leaders, are the, the guardians of the word of God. You have the word of God. You've studied the word of God. You're the ones who people go to and look to and say, what is, what is God saying? What does God have to say to us? And of course, they didn't have Bibles like we do, in, you know, five Bibles in our house. They had the synagogue that might have had a copy of the, of the, the Bible in the synagogue. 
but they depended upon these lawyers, these scribes, to study it and to teach them, but they didn't. And unfortunately, that's the reality today. You go to a lot of churches and not much Bible's given. You know, not much Bible's preached. You know, they don't go through the Bible. I mean, you have the entire Bible, verse by verse, chapter by chapter. And it doesn't take very long to just go through the Bible, teaching through the Bible, that people start to feel comfortable reading and understanding their own Bibles. It, it really opens the door for people to be able to study and, and to get on fire for their own Bible. But, but they had closed that door. Instead of teaching them what God's Word says, they kept teaching them what the traditions of men were. I grew up in church, I heard a lot of sermons, but not a lot of Bible. And I think that that's, that's really dangerous. Remember what God would say to Philadelphia? He'd say, you've kept my word and have not denied my name. Sometimes in this, like Jesus in this text, we have to preach the unpopular things. We have to teach the unpopular things. There's a lot in this Bible I would never touch with a 10-foot pole if I just taught topical sermons every Sunday. And why is that? Well, because it would be weird to teach on 1 Corinthians chapter 11 ever if I didn't just turn the page. I would never do it. And nor does any other pastor who teaches topical sermons. They don't teach that passage because it's just too weird. Too much controversial stuff in it. But because we're just going through the Bible, we're turning the page, I apologize. Sorry, this is the worst chapter in the Bible, but here we go. I do, I do preface it with, yes, the worst chapter in the Bible is better than any chapter of any other book in the entire world, but every book has its worst chapter, right? And 1 Corinthians chapter 11, or maybe Genesis 38, are amongst those, right? But we teach them. Why? Because they're in the Bible. And we're just going to go through verse by verse, chapter by chapter. But how easy it is to keep people from those hard things, those hard sayings. Verse, 30, or verse 53 and he said these things to them. Notice, they didn't just give him a standing ovation after this or invite him back tomorrow. Can you come back tomorrow and t- teach us more? <laughs> they said these, he said these things to them, and the scribes and the Pharisees began to assail him vehemently and to cross-examine him about many things, lying in wait and seeking to catch him in something he might say that they might accuse him. Now, Jesus knew this was going to be the outcome. He knew this was going to be the outcome, but, but who was there? Who was there that heard these things that humbled themselves and said, you know what, you're right. Was this before Jesus, before Nicodemus came to him at night? I don't know. Was, was maybe Joseph of Arimathea there or someone else there? No doubt this was for someone. And sometimes truth bombs hits unlikely targets. But it's going to have its purpose. It's going to accomplish its purpose, either, either to drive people away or to, or to convict people and draw them in. In 1945, close with this. In 1945, Russia drove out the Nazis and they, out of Romania. And they had a, a council of the religious sects inviting all the clergy to gather to convene in the capital city in this big building. There was 4,000 people there, all clergy, whether rabbis or imams or, or pastors or priests or bishops. And the, the Communist Party basically 
started to tell them that, hey, we're, we're going to do some things for you. We're going to have religious freedom within, within Romania. We're going to pay, your, pay all the clergy. We're even going to give you a boost in pay. And, and the pastors and the priests and the rabbis and the imams, they're all getting up one by one, praising the communists and thanking them for their generosity. But in reality, they were just afraid. They had just got through the Nazis. And now they have the communists. And they were afraid for their position and their, and their families. Well, Richard Wormbrand was there with Sabina. If you saw the Sabina movie, this happened directly after that movie, what happened in the movie. But they were there, and they were able to stand it no longer. And as they talked amongst themselves, Richard finally got up, and he, went, he, he actually sent a card forward to ask to speak, and they, they, were, they knew him because he was a famous pastor in, in Romania. And so they, asked, they, they told me to come and take the podium. And this is what he said. He said, thank you for the privilege to join together and to freely speak. When the children of God meet, angels also gather to hear the wisdom of God. So, it is the duty of every believer not to praise earthly men or leaders who come and go, but to praise God, the Creator, and to praise Christ, the Savior, who died on the cross. And at that moment, the leader jumped up and yelled, "Your your, your right to speak has been terminated. And they, he said, shut off his microphone. But Richard continued to ignore him, just continued and, and continued the audience to encourage the audience to place their trust in Christ and not in man. And of course, that cost him. He was able to get away at that. There was so much confusion. Everybody started to chant, the pastor, the pastor. And everybody was standing on their feet and, and there was so much confusion. He was able to sneak out. But later he was arrested and he would spend over a decade in prison for that. But would it be worth not standing up and rather just take the reproach of Christ and, 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 or rather to, to deny Christ or not to stand up for Christ in that moment? He felt it was more important to say what needed to be said. The Pharisees and the lawyers were looking to make it big in this life, to be revered, to be respected, and to be comfortable and to have it easy. The child of God doesn't live for this life. They live for God, and they love people, and they give their life over to Jesus. That's what we do. Now, at this point, it's easy in in our world to live for Jesus. But it may not always be. And that's really going to separate who's a true child of God and who's not. Maybe some of us are a bit like the lawyer who said, Hey, that that makes me feel bad too. Good. Good. And if, if that's the way we felt, as we listen to that, then, then that's when we say, okay, you know what, God, if you said it, then it's true. You're right, I'm wrong. And we humble ourselves and we bring ourselves to that place of saying, Jesus, you have control. My prayer is that instead of being angry at Jesus, we'd humble ourselves before him. Amen? Let's pray. Thanks again for listening to Abide in Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes. If you would like a copy of today's sermon in its entirety, call us at 208-365-0991 or send us a text at 208-991-2756. Be sure to mention today's date. You can also listen to Pastor Mike's latest message on our website at ccemmett.org. And don't forget to search for Calvary Chapel Emmett on iTunes and YouTube. Remember to hit subscribe when you're there. Thanks again for listening, and remember, always abide in truth. Until next time, God bless. Abide in Truth is a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Emmett, Idaho.
Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to invite you to watch our services live on Facebook. You can watch us every Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30. Just go to our page, Calvary Chapel of Emmett, and scroll down for the live service. It is an interactive experience. While on our page, feel free to watch previous Sundays as well. So join Calvary Chapel Emmett Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30 on Facebook. We look forward to seeing you. Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to offer you a free gift for joining us today. Right Now Media. Right Now Media has been called the Netflix of Christian Bible studies. With over 30,000 Bible studies and discipleship videos, there's even tons of Christian cartoons for the kids. To get your free account to Right Now Media, just visit our website at ccemmett.org forward slash right now. That's ccemmett.org forward slash right now. And God bless you.